Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk joining you on a Wednesday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys, our great listeners out there, especially our servicemen out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churnin' Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip through the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffee House here in Starkville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. It would be weird if Brupolo was in Jumpertown. That would be weird. You might have me there. Oh, finally. I don't think I've ever experienced Jumper Town. Ever been to Brooper Town? No. Okay. Brooper Town would be kind of fun. Yeah. So, Well, wherever you are in this great state, you know you can get Strange Brew Coffee every morning. You just got to go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com, order it for shipping, whatever kind of coffee machine you own. They've got you taken care of at strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. College Corner, collegecornerstore.com. That's the place to find maroon and white merchandise that you can't find just anywhere else because nobody else has the biggest and best selection of it in central Mississippi. We've got two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Shell. Or you can always shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Humble Taco is Starville's newest and best Mexican restaurant and Mexican fare with Mississippi roots. It's just something you can't get every day. It's just can't. It's something that you can't have all the time. Well, you could have it all the time if you're in Starkville, and heck, I might even suggest that you do that. Because when you want tacos and you want something different, Humble Taco is the place to go. Head out there today, enjoy this great weather, sit out on the patio, have a margarita, have some tacos, and have a good time at Humble Taco. Looking for lunch today, or any day, really? The good choice is always Firehouse Subs. Download the free Firehouse Subs app. Place your order online. It's ready within minutes. You pile up the reward points. And as always, I'll remind you guys, follow Firehouse Subs on Twitter. They're always making deals. They're always giving stuff away. Check them out there. Firehouse Subs, they have locations in Starkville and Oxford, Columbus and Tupelo, Flowood and Madison. Robbie Falk in the studio with me today. He surprised me, y'all. I was just setting up to do a Zoom call, and all of a sudden, here comes his handsome face. It made you so happy to see it me, It did. I'm not going to lie to you. It was fantastic. That's as happy as I've seen you in a long time. Well, you know, it is what it is. Not many things are, are making you happy lately. Why is that? I don't know. You tell me. I, I feel like I'm... You're at a loss for words here? I I'm, I'm feel like I'm relatively happy. Eh, sometimes. Well, you know. Uh, it's Rumblings Day. That makes me happy. Yeah, you know why? Not that I don't love answering the questions. I do like answering the questions. But it's a day where we don't have to think. Yes. Like, I don't have to come up with a topic. On some things. Yeah, yeah. So, so let's just jump right into it. We got some. We got to do some rankings here. We got some top fives from our friend Patrick Swindoll, who says we got to rank these Pearl Jam albums: Ten versus Vitology, Yield, and Binaural. The only one that I 
really know a whole lot about is ten. Okay, so I'll get in on this then. Yeah, yeah you're a much bigger. Ten Pearl is Jam. still number one though. You're a much bigger Pearl Jam fan than I Actually, am. Actually, the top two are the top two. Ten and Versus, their second album, are the best. I would put Binaural third, Vitology fourth, and Yield fifth. I'm not I, a huge fan of Yield. I, I feel like I need to look up the what's on these albums. Yeah, you might want to, to get a to get a proper look. I mean, okay. ten obviously ten has to be number one. Yeah. Uh, but I mean the the two Pearl Jam albums that I've listened to mm-hmm. the most is that and just the Greatest Hits album. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so on Versus, that's that's not. You versus. should know Versus. It has Daughter. It has uh, Dissident. Has uh, Animal. What, what 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 is going on here? What's Deep? I don't know what you're doing there. I I don't know. It just says Deep, and it's just like okay. Um, I don't know what's going on. So, so what were what were all of them again? Daughter is on that. Uh, dissident, um, elderly woman behind a counter in the small town. Some popular songs in there. Well, these are okay. Just just forget it. This this is. It's I'm it. looking at my Spotify, and this is just a disaster that they have this set up. Like, don't this. worry about it. Then. All right, so just go with my rankings. It'll be okay. Now we got to rank these '80s slash '90s debut albums. License to Ill, 10, Appetite for Destruction, Facelift, and Core. Facelift is... Who's Facelift? Allison Chains. Oh, Allison Chains, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Appetite for Destruction. That's one. Unquestioned, number one. Is unquestionably number one. 10 is number two for I me. I agree. Um, and then we get kind of muddy here. I'm going to probably go with Stone Temple, Stone Temple Pilots. I, w- I might go Beastie Boys there. I, I was not a huge Beastie Boys. I'm not guy, either, so but, but I do know that their their place in musical history, and it's high. And and I don't like that Allison Chains album as much as some others. That that Dirt is a much better album. That just has Man in the Box on it. It right? has a couple other songs that I like, but yes. see, I, I don't. I, I like I, We Die Young. I like uh, It Ain't Like That, but yeah, so that's not up there for me on the Allison Chains albums. But I do like Man fifth. in the Box. It's fifth yes. for me in this. this okay, it's, so I'm gonna go. I'm a, I'm gonna go with them ahead of Beastie Boys just because I'm not a huge Beastie Boys right. fan. So you're gonna go course. I, third. I yeah. would go. The only thing I would switch is I would switch. I put the Beastie Boys. Beastie third. Boys. Yeah. Because I mean I recognize what that album means in the history of. Music. It's like sabotage on there. No, no, that that's, that's not free right to party. No sleep till Brooklyn. Yeah. Uh, Paul Revere. I mean I. Brass I, Monkey. I appreciate. I, well, I, I appreciate get, yeah. Beastie Boys, but I just it's I just, just not for, my thing. for a historical perspective. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's. Fun. What's funny is I like Alice in Chains a lot more than I like Stone Temple Pilots, but Core is a better album than Facelift. I yes, it, it, there's no question. I think that, both of those bands, though, their second album was their best album. I think that Dirt is Alice in Chains' best album, and I think that Vas- uh, Purple, I'm sorry, is. Uh, let, me, let me just look at Core real quick. Um, oh, core is solid, man. I mean, Dead and Bloated, uh, yeah, Sex Type see. Thing. Dead and Bloated, Sex Type Thing, Wicked Garden. Or three great ones. Creep is a great one. Plush is a great one. Cracker Man. Cracker Man. I haven't heard Cracker Man in a long time. There's six or seven songs on here. This is almost an A-plus album for me. I still think the next one, though, is better. An A-plus album is perfection to me. That means I can listen start to finish. Yeah, that's good. And this is is pretty Pretty close. All right. I don't know if you're going to be able to step in on this, but we're going to rank these 80s action cartoons. Okay. He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. G.I. Joe. Transformers, Voltron, Mask, and Thundercats. 
So six. Yeah, you might have to rank these. Okay. I, I didn't watch all these, but Transformers is number one. It's just probably not, it's really not that close. I would say GI Joe is number two. He Man is third. Thundercats is fourth. Mask is a really underrated cartoon. The the, the Mask toys were awesome, uh, but I'm gonna go with that fifth. And then I liked Voltron, but it had the big it had the same plot hole in every episode. Like why didn't they just form Voltron at the beginning and they could have solved a lot of problems. Instead, yeah. they always tried it as the individuals. Where's Captain Planet? Get out. That's not an 80s one, first off. That's a 90s. What is it? That's 90s. 90s? Yeah. Okay. We didn't care about the environment in the 80s. We were just, yeah. yeah. I know. All right. Tim Watley. Dr. Tim Watley. By the way, I found out, speaking of that, so you know they're building that uh, shopping center in front of my I was house. just talking to Becky about this because... You know I, what that, that thing that looks like a restaurant's going to be? A dentist. It's another dentist. Office. I asked Paul because Paul always has the dirt on what's He's going on in town. On pulse, yeah. So I asked him, I was like, what is that? And, and he didn't know, but he got back to me yeah. and said it's actually going to be a, another, another dentist. Another dentist's office. I mean, my we have enough dentist's office in this town. Dentist's office and Mexican restaurants. So, yeah. We have enough. We have enough, but that's what it's going to be. I, I was really disappointed to learn that. Yeah. Uh, bo- it looks like it's going to be like a Chili's or, so, or you know, uh, a Red Lobster or yeah, Olive Garden or something. Yeah, something good. And, nah, nope. You're not. Dentist office. All right. Is, no offense to our dentist friends out there. No, no. Except for Jason Coates. Offense to him. Oh, you don't like Jason Coates? He's the worst. Huh. <laughs> He's a friend of mine. He's my dentist. Uh, Next time you're going to be, you're not going to have as much Novocaine. When, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can't Oh, wait. I'm sorry. Was oh, that did I get nerve? you right on that nerve? I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> looks like. Looks like well, your insurance isn't going to cover this, and you need six crowns. <laughs> yeah. Dentists can get pretty expensive. They can. Tim Watley asks us, is and or should MSU baseball be nationally considered a blue blood program? I mean, if they're not, nobody is. Yes. You have a national title. You're a consistent fixture in the postseason. You put players into the, M- into the MLB. You have great tradition and support. Mm-hmm. What else could you, could you possibly be? Yeah. They're absolutely blue blood, and the, the national championship put them over put the them top. Over, put them if in there was tier. If there was ever a question, it was the fact they didn't have a national championship. Right. Now there is no question. They went from being best program to never win to now they're one of the top. Yeah, yeah. them in Florida State. He also wants my thoughts on the new Chelsea ownership. Well, I'll let you know in a couple of months when I see what players they've signed. Simple as that. You know, they bought it. I hope they. I hope they treat it like they treat the Dodgers, which is you know another team that they own. Dodgers are sort of spend they spend on them like a fantasy team. Hope it's kind of the same. Joel T. Coleman wants to know. Woo! There you go. A year has now passed since TNL 1.0. Aren't we TNL 1.0? Like 2.0, right? Well, like the first one is just thunder and lightning, and then you know, like well, Matt Hardy first, was version 1.0. Right? Wouldn't 1.0 be the first version? I don't know. I don't know how that works. I think they would. I think he's. I think yeah, could he's be right. correct. Could be right. Possibly more of a Brian question, but you can feel free to chime in. Chime in. Chime in. Chime in. No. Yeah. <laughs> what was the greatest show of our three-year run? Uh, the post-Egg Bowl 2019. Two hours with Jake Mangum. We hired two Mike. hours? For, yeah, he, he did two hours with us. Holy cow. Or we hired Mike Leach. Or other. So from a listenership standpoint, we hired Mike Leach's number one. Followed... Pretty closely by we fired Joe Moorhead, which was I think number two. Number three all time listens, if I remember correctly, was the Monday show after the Tennessee game in twenty nineteen where state played so terribly. Oh yeah, that was bad. And people knew that I was gonna be coming with the things that were true. We got a lot of listens for that one. So um Egg Bowl nineteen was just delirium. Like yeah. I, we were tired. 
Everything that had happened happened. We, we couldn't stop laughing, most of it. Uh, two hours with, with Jake Mangum was really cool, especially the way we pulled it off where we didn't tell anybody that we were going to have Jake Mangum. We did, he did an ABC with us. An ABC. He did a, uh, a rumblings with us. Oh, okay. And so I remember I just told people that week, like, hey, we're going to sort of have a baseball focus for this rumblings. So we got a bunch of questions in, and Jake just answered them. And then he also we just talked to him about some other things, too. Yeah, Joel stopped in one day when we were doing the rumblings. Right? He did, he did, but he didn't. He didn't stay for two hours. So I'll go with with Mangum. I think that was probably the most fun uh, for me. But uh, there's certainly a lot of great ones, a lot of great memories uh, with Joel Coleman. Have we, we? What was the date that I started? So I mean, we, we, we should just be, passed it. It was like the 28th. Ah, that was my visual first show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was just wondering. So we're we are now one year we're, in. We're a year in. Yes. Wow. There you go. It's hard to believe, man. All right. So celebrity edition of the rumblings here. Our good friend and host Steve Robertson joins us. Who is the one returning state baseball player who will make the biggest jump next year? So you get, it's got to be one of the freshmen, right? But I, I, I don't want to say Hunter Hines because well, how, no, not him. How like, much of a jump could he take? Yeah, I, no, I don't think him. I, I think one of the ones that didn't play as much. There, there are Aaron three Downs, options. Downs, Alford, Alford, and then Kellum Clark. Yeah. Could Kellum Clark become a 318 home run hitter? If Kellum's hitting 300, he's mm-hmm. having a monster yeah. year. Yeah, because I don't think it's him. I think it's I think it's going to be uh, Aaron Downs. If Kellum's hitting 300, he's probably hit 25 home runs. Mm-hmm. I mean, if he hits 300, he'll be one of the top. He had what 10 13 picks or 14 this year, and he's batting like 230 or something like he'll, that. He would be one of the top 10 picks in the draft if he hit 300 with 25 yeah. bombs. Yeah, but I think know, I've, I'm going to go, go Aaron Downs. Yeah, I think it could be either him or Alford. Right. I've seen people talk about, you know, Kellum is what he is. I disagree with that. I think he's got he can, room to improve. I think he can improve. I think I he agree. can be a much better hitter than he is. Um, I, some people have said, you know, he just kind of is what he is. I, I don't agree with that. I really I think that they I can do with more with him. Next one from Steve. Should banana pudding be made with anything other than brand name Nilawat wafers? Be considered an unpardonable sin. I think you got to use the the real deal, Nilla wafers. Yeah, you know the best banana pudding is you know the the fresh bananas, homemade. You know, not not just the pudding mix. I hate when people just do the pudding mix and just put. Oh some, yeah. Um, I I could tolerate it like that. I've tolerated average banana pudding, but it's just not the same. Yes. You know. Uh, and the last one from Steve. What is the best Steve Miller band song? No. You're not a Steve Miller band I am fan. not a fan of the Steve Miller band. I like Steve Miller band. But that said, the answer is uh, The Joker. I disagree. Okay, go ahead. Uh, my favorite Steve Miller song is Jungle Love. Jungle Love is, is a... Followed closely by Jet, El- Jet Airliner. And then The Joker. Well, there you go. Jet Airliner is a good song. Okay. And Jungle Love is a great song. Okay. I... I it's strange to me how you're not a Steve Miller band fan. Why is that? I, I'm just not a big fan for whatever reason. I mean, is the the music is okay, but it's it's not. You know, if you if we're sitting out by the pool and you put on the greatest hits of the Steve Miller band, I'm cool. You're, you're good with it. You just, you don't hate it, but I'm you're not. Just not I'm not into actively it. like, are we really listening to this? Yeah. You know, whereas if we were like, you know, you put on the greatest hits of uh, Sublime. Sublime is a band I genuinely hate. I hate that band. Not a Santeria fan. I firmly or, believe the only reason they got anything, any kind of fame, is because the lead singer died. I mean, they have a couple of good songs. No, yeah, they do. You're not going to sell me on that one. 
Santeria is a good song. It is not. Okay. So there we go. Oh, uh, that had to hurt. Robbie just clipped his leg. Just clipped his what shit it, on the desk. What, what, what kind of music is that? Like like ska. It's not. It's like it's like a mix of ska and hip hop and yeah. Like I just I just don't need it. So I mean I don't I don't enjoy the whole catalog of Sublime. Yeah. But. So. Uh, Sheldon Nations, who is your favorite character in Pulp Fiction, and what's their best line? Again, I mentioned this before. Oh. I still have not seen this all movie right. all the way through. So for me, my favorite character is the Wolf, Winston Wolf, played by Harvey Keitel. His favorite line, my favorite line, is this, and this is just to me is great acting. Okay, so I hate to spoil it for you, but I'm going to. There's the you know the scene where Jules and Vincent Samuel L. Jackson and Travolta mm-hmm. have shot a guy in their car by accident. And they, they go to the guy's house. They're trying. They want to get the car off the road. They got to figure out how to how to get home. They got to get this guy taken care of, right? So they call the wolf. The, the Marcellus Wallace sends the wolf to help them, which is Harvey Keitel. He solves problems. So in the middle of all this, guys, you know, head has been blown off in the car. They could all go to jail if they get caught. He's like, "Hey, I smelled some coffee. We put some coffee. We give me a cup of coffee." And so the guy Jimmy, who's played by Quentin Tarantino. Goes to get him the coffee, right? So they go back in the house, and he's ranting. He's like, all right, so this is what we got to do. He takes a sip of the coffee, and he just goes, hmm. And, <laughs> and I don't know why, but that is like, that in the middle of all of this hysteria, that little gesture of humanity of, this is good coffee. It's such a simple thing, too. That it they, is, I mean, like, it's just really good acting. That's one of those things, that I'm not sure if that, do you think that was like, in the script. That might have been improvised. Yeah. But if but at the same time, I could totally see Tarantino be like, now look, yeah. even in the middle of this, you're impressed with the that quality could of be, coffee. Because he, he, he's very meticulous. He, exactly. So I don't know, but that's As much as I love Tarantino, I can't believe I've never watched that. I'm, yeah, I'm going to have to watch The second favorite line is also from Winston Wolf, where he says, it's, uh, it's 30 minutes away, I'll be there in 10. And he's there 9 minutes and 58 seconds later. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. All right, uh, Zachary Cooey wants to know, how long will CM Punk's title, lane ra- title reign last, and who should take the belt from him when it's time? Is Wardlow next for the TNT title? What's next for MJF? So let's start with CM Punk. I think they'll give him a good run. My guess is the guy who takes him off would be Kenny Omega. Yeah, he comes finally back. comes back. Where is he? Is he hurt? He has been. Evidently, he wrestled a full year horribly injured. Okay, and it's like now he's taking I, time. He's going to get completely healthy. I just I thought I he was like surprised. went to Japan or something. Now for he some hasn't reason. wrestled anywhere. I won't be surprised though if he makes an appearance at Forbidden Door. That'd be cool. That that would because it makes sense, right? New Japan fans love him. So uh, is Wardlow next for the TNT title? So this is what they need to do with the TNT title, in my opinion. You've got three absolute monsters on your roster. One of them's hurt. I think he'll be back soon. But between Which Wardlow, one? Omega, no Wardlow. Kenny Keith Lee and Miro, who we have just oh, all yeah. forgotten about. Yeah, I have forgotten about him. Let those guys Triple just beat threat. the hell out of each other. Triple threat match, match yeah, for the title. Like yeah, House Hobbs could be in that. I'd team. like to see them elevate this title a little bit here. What's right next? now, Scorpio Sky has that right. Yeah, and it's just eh. that. I mean, he wrestled in it. What happened to FTR? Why were they not on the show? They the were not on the show. I don't know, but they'll they'll play a big part at Forbidden Door. Dude, there were two terrible women's matches. Yeah. And they didn't get to wrestle. Yeah. And no no offense at all to the women, but I, I those matches watched, were so bad. I that, finally watched the FTR Briscoes match. That is a Oh, yes. 
that yes. would be Yes. I, I watched Lash Legend, Andrew Howard versus mm-hmm. someone I don't know, mm-hmm. fight on NXT. Mm-hmm. It was ten times better than the women's championship match that they had on AEW. Their, their women's division is not good. What the most good. on AEW? Like, can nobody do a sharpshooter? Like, nobody can do the sharpshooter. Everybody, they're all sitting down. They're all got their knees on the mat. Do the sharpshooter or just don't do it. You know what else bothers me? The fake blood. The blood. It's not all fake. The blood is fake. Some of it. It is. It is the water pouches or whatever. Yeah. That like they would have somebody bleeding Mm -hmm. and then wipe it off and it was there was no wound. Yeah. So they and it was just the blood that you showed nibbler the other day. That's fake. That was not real. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. uh, Nibbler got some color down there. I don't like that. I don't. I don't want it to be fake. Just. I Just don't know though the the the, the Eddie Kingston that, uh, and the other guy, Magic Man Merlin or whatever, yeah he got he cut. was bleeding he because got he, ble- he was bleeding. you could tell on his face but yeah. like Jericho's was fake I think Moxley was bleeding too maybe that I, match was cool cool though it, it was, was a good match. match it was a good match all right last one what's next for MJF I can't tell how much is a work and how much is real with this guy at this point I'm sorry so this may I'm maybe the only one but I'm kind of a little tired of MJF like go away heat. No, no, I wouldn't say that. I like watching him wrestle. He's a really good wrestler. I enjoy his promos, but nowadays, if you can't ever turn off the gimmick, like, he, he's done three interviews with Brandon Walker, right? It's the same interview every time. Yeah. It's just him making fun. Like, can we actually talk to you? Yeah. To actually talk to the guy, not the character, the guy. Well, that's what he's trying to do. He's trying to kind of suspend disbelief a well, little yeah, bit. Well, yeah, but that, that's, that, that's, it's not 1985 anymore. I, yeah, you know, I think he's trying. He's trying to yeah. like he, the other night was very because he uh, skipped the thing eighties eighties esque. Like it was very like he was he was a heel straight out of the nineteen eighties. Yeah, so like you know, the, the, they, he did the first interview with Brandon Walker. It was hilarious, right? Yes. The second one, it was still really funny. But this last one, I could barely watch it. I'm like, can we just get like a real answer? Yeah. You know, so there you go. I think he's probably going to stick around at AEW. WWE would absolutely ruin him. They wouldn't let him do anything. The whole key to his character is being able to say what he wants. Yeah. And they would would rein that in. Mm -hmm. All right, Tyler Nelson. Let's switch gears here. Yeah, sorry about all the wrestling folks. There's about 10% of the people that like to hear that, but... Tyler Nelson, why am I not excited for MSU football? Is it getting older, having three young kids, rapidly evolving CFB landscape? Knowing State has a thin margin to win anything meaningful feels like I'm going on two straight years of apathy. The last one always makes me laugh. Like, when in your life were you convinced State was going to win a national title? It's been the same my whole life. Yeah. It is, it is kind of draining, though, when you think about it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know Mississippi State's probably never going to compete for a national championship, at least not consistently. They might every, like, blue moon. But that that is kind of uh, dejecting. And, and also, but that's, there that's is something to be said. Ninety-five percent like, of the schools in college football. Though. I know, but it, I mean that—that's—that's that's kind of ejecting when you think about it. Yeah. Even for those teams, and definitely the NIL stuff is also kind some of people don't like, like tiresome. I, I, it doesn't bother me because I know the games are still going to get played. Yeah, but uh, um, you know, it's uh, that being said, getting older and having three young kids—I mean, it's a—it's an investment. It's been, it costs a lot of money, but you know, I think this team is going to be improved this year. So you know, we'll see. You know, they could surprise yeah. you and go 10-2 and two and go to the Sugar Bowl or something like that. And I think this team's going to be better than most of the fan base thinks. I, I think, think, so think there's a lot of apathy within I, the fan base, is, but I just is. I don't think that it's warranted. I agree. As much. Uh, Paul Barrett says, Dear Abby. Abby, Abby's on the show? I wish she was here. Hey. Good, good person. 
A few years ago, me and some friends were at our usual local trivia spot when we noticed some familiar faces at the next table. Among them were Samantha Ricketts, Tyler Bratton, and a few other players or staff members. Imagine my surprise when the final question for double points is about Mississippi State softball. Clearly there was some funny business going on, some sort of quid pro quo with the trivia guy. My question is this, should I hold a grudge and declare our softball team trivia cheaters or my mortal nemesis, or should I let bygones be bygones? I would say hold a grudge. Trivia is a very That, that has been thing. fixed. You've been, you were involved in a fixed competition. I would never forgive. Agree. What do you, when you do Brazilian steakhouse or Korean barbecue, do you tour the whole menu before getting seconds of anything, or do you just hit your favorites until you're full? What are your favorites in each of us? So I've never done Korean barbecue. I would like to. It looks awesome. I've done Brazilian steakhouse several times. I just, whatever comes by, I, I get. I just take it. Yep. Yeah. And if I've had it once, I'll have it again. Man, we... <laughs> I love the picanha. Yeah. I love the uh, the sausage. The Brazilian sausage is awesome. Ribeye. Ribeye is great. I love anything bacon-wrapped. Yes. I'll eat that. Um there's, there's so you feel so much power when you can turn that thing to green and just let. I've them. been to one where they had grilled shrimp, and I was just like, bring them. You know what I really like the that that banana stuff that they plantains, bring. yeah, yes, and the Brazilian cheese bread too. Man, so one time I was at a Brazilian steakhouse in Portland. Yeah, and um, we it was having some bees. It was right across the what? Were you having some bees? No, that that was this that was the second trip I went to Portland. Okay, so as you know, I've had my gallbladder removed. Yeah. And um, sometimes, whenever you're eating um, a lot of food or anything fried, sometimes, you know, it runs right through. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you don't have a whole lot of, you, you, you can't, you, you can't tarry. Yeah. You got to make You got to go. So, you know, I have just indulged in everything that this Brazilian steakhouse has to offer. Uh-huh. Steak, lamb, sausage, everything. Have spent a lot of money at this place. Yeah. And this is right across the street from the hotel we're staying at. Yeah. Pay the bill and everything. I've got Natty with me. we got Becky. We've got backpacks, um, stroller and everything. And I walk out of the door and I feel a rumble. I feel, I feel bubbling. You got little, I feel heat. I, I got a little rumble in my belly. If you know what I'm saying, there. I mean, it's it's God telling me like you've gone find a place now. Yeah, I've been there. I chunked everything in my hand and left it with my wife and my one year old child or uh-huh. two years old, whatever she was at the time, mm-hmm. and I ran as fast as I could. And at the same time, you're having you you can't run too loosely or you're in trouble. No. And uh, I had to go up to like the sixth floor in my hotel. Oh my gosh! And I by the the nick of time, it was locked. The door was locked. Somebody was in there. In the nick of time, I made it. Yeah. And uh, that was a. The food was great, but it's a humbling experience. I just lost a hundred bucks in the matter of thirty seconds. Yeah, yeah. That's really funny. All right, the dude. How would you gauge expectations? I tried to handle that the best way I could because we are a family program, and I don't want you did good. Uh, this is a PG program. You did good. My mother would call that bathroom humor. It's we don't need any bathroom humor on here. bathroom humor. Yeah, so, but I, I felt like I needed to share that story because that's the first thing that came to mind. The dude says, how would you gauge expectations for state athletic year next year compared to this year? I feel like everybody's kind of like waiting. It's a lot of wait and see. Well, you have a new basketball coach in both, both men and women. 
Uh, baseball is a roster totally incomplete. Mm-hmm. Uh, football, you have a tough schedule, but you're returning guys. So it's just a, it is a wait and see. Yeah. But I think people are expecting better than what they got this year in every sport. And if, if it is, great. If it isn't, uh-oh. Yeah, I agree. Uh, also, what are the top five places in, to get fried cheese in Starkville? Five is a lot. Wait a second. What? No, it's not the, it's not the cheese fries, people. Are you it's sure? fried cheese. Okay. I mean, obviously the grill still still probably the, the top one. Uh, Stagger I don't Inn. sticks a lot. So, um, Stagger Inn is good. Uh, Mugshots has good fried cheese. Um, do they do fried cheese at Bulldog Burger? They have really good appetizers. They don't have fried cheese, I don't think. Okay. Because, yeah, um, you know, why would they have it? They have it at the grill. It's all the, it's all the same uh, same restaurant group. Yeah. And nobody else, so. to my knowledge, is just, like, standing out for the fried cheese. Yeah. So. I don't know. I, I don't get I don't get that. I love cheese sticks, but I, I don't get that a whole lot. Right. Uh, Mangum Cafe. Rank these SEC baseball commentators. Ben McDonald, Kyle Peterson, Chris Burke. I think... McDonald is the number one. I love Ben. Just because he has the right mix of really good info and analysis, and then he's a country boy. Yes, like Peterson is great for the info and analysis. He's not a he's not a southerner, so it, it's like it's not like I'm talking to a friend. Yeah, like McDonald just sounds like two, a guy you would sit on the front porch with and watch sports. Oh, did you see him catching that armadillo the other day? Hilarious. I love Ben, man. Yeah, he's, he's such great. a he's such a down nice to earth guy. guy too. And the other thing about Ben McDonald, and he would never admit this, but you can tell he thinks sometimes he might have should have gone. He should have gone to state. state. I mean, the way he, he talks about this program and about Ron Polk, it was one of those things. Like if he lived anywhere else, he would have gone to Mississippi State. state. Yeah. But he he just yeah. I mean, the the pressure to go to LSU when was you're it, in Louisiana. And I'm against Chris Burke, very good, but the other, those other two guys are number one, number two. I don't think you can go wrong with any of these three. Oh, they're all, they're they, all they all know great. their stuff. They all know their and stuff. I, and, and no offense to the guys that did the national championship, Ben McDonald should be calling the national championship every year. And probably Chris Burke, too, should be involved the, somehow. The, the, the national championship should be Tom Hart, Kyle Peterson, and Ben McDonald. Yes. And not or, and and Ravage, Chris Burke can Eduardo get in there. Perez, those guys. The the reason and those guys, <coughs> they just no, show up at the last. Outside minute. of Perez, I mean, I I'm not a huge fan of Perez. He's but terrible. Those guys do not cover college baseball. No, put the people in there that have been covering yeah. all year all year long. Ben McDonald has been all across for the, the college ball national championship game. They just put, you know, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman in there. Yeah. Like, I mean, nobody will know. I want people that that know the players, yeah. that know their style, that know their tendencies. Let's get those guys in there a little right. more. One more from Mangum Cafe. Uh, what's your favorite homemade ice cream flavor? So it's got to be homemade ice cream. Oh man, I mean, if we're just going with with homemade, yeah. I mean, it's hard to beat just vanilla for me. Yeah, I'm a chocolate chip guy. Yeah, I'm good with that too. I mean, but just the old school vanilla homemade ice cream, that's tough to beat. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Jay in Baltimore. Saw the new Top Gun movie tonight. Big thumbs up. It correctly opened with the hit song Danger Zone. What are the top three songs that you hear it, that when you hear them, you immediately think of the movie they were featured in? Danger Zone is probably one. Um, yeah, that's up there. Um, the song from the Lost Boys. I still believe. No, not that one. The Thou shalt not die. You remember that song? It's yes. like the little kids singing. Yes. Cry, little sister. That's oh, okay. 
That song always reminds me. Right. I mean, because I think That's it was like one. made for that. That's um, I think of I'm All Right and Caddyshack. Yeah, I was, I was about to say Caddyshack. Yeah. Anything like, was was it Kenny Loggins? Not yeah, Kenny, Kenny, was it Kenny Loggins, Loggins. I'm All Right. Who did Danger Zone as did, well. Kenny Loggins was the king of the movie soundtrack. He did Footloose too. Well, Toy Story. Anything Toy Story, Randy Newman. Randy Newman. <laughs> Red-headed lady. Sitting next to Wendy. One bite. Two bites. Yes, that's probably not a bad one. All right. Uh, Cameron McGee, what was the dollar amount it would take for you to become a bow tie wearing, cold chicken tender eating, Ole Miss fan, and completely swear off state for the rest of your life? It's less than you think. Yeah, I mean, if you offered me a million dollars a year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would. I mean, Easily if I get a million dollar contract a year to cover Ole Miss, yeah, or to be be an Ole oh, yeah. Miss fan. Well, yeah, yeah. I got. I'm a quarter. I, I, I think it for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. You would for the cover rest of my life. Not cover. Just I would be, just be an Ole Miss fan. Yeah. My job is to be an Ole Miss fan. And buddy, I, I would be the most obnoxious one you could find. I'd probably start covering Ole Miss for like eighty thousand. Well, like covering them, and I'm not. I, I don't have to cheer for them. Right, I could be unbiased. You're just going to be. You're I'm just, just going to cover them. Well, you but can't be unbiased be, if you're on that beat. Let's right. Be honest. Well, I know. But I'm saying, like, to actually be sitting in the stands, saying "hotty toddy," cheering for the rebels, quarter mil a year, I'm in. Sure. I mean, that's a lot of money. It is. I'm building a house too, so it is. If there are any Ole Miss people out there that would like to buy my allegiance, it's possible. Yes. Set up. Let's let's let's, let's have lunch. We won't Can have. We, cold, we're gonna have good chicken tenders though. We we might make a difference over there, Brian. Yeah. We could teach them what good food's about. We could. We could. Brogan Fairchild says, Robbie, happy birthday. Oh, thank you, Brogan. How would you recap your first year at Thunder and Lightning? Oh, it's been it's been incredible. It's been more than I could imagine. And um I appreciate all you guys too. This is totally like it's 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 really changed my trajectory, I feel like. It's given me a different avenue to kind of get my voice out there and talk sports. And I, I love talking sports with one of my best friends and get to talk about Mississippi State is just a dream. And it, for me, it's an opportunity, too, to kind of get – I mean, I get a chance to cover high school sports, college sports. So I, I'm not stuck in that same grind. I get a chance to, to move around and do different things. And I like being able to venture away from just writing about stuff and talking about stuff a little bit more. So it's it's been really fun. I'm, I'm happy that Brian – uh, picked me to to join. I think he had some other people in mind before me, so I was like second or third string. No, nah, I don't thought like that. You were definitely first choice. Uh, also, what's our favorite favorite cult classic movie? Lost Boys might be. Is that mine. a cult classic? I, I, I mean, because that was like a is. successful movie at the. At what, the what would you? What would? How would you define cult? Classic. That's the thing. Like they want like a movie that has has found like a second life away from the box. Like Rocky Horror is a cult classic. Okay, but I've never I've only seen that one time. <laughs> I just I, I feel like Lost Boys kind of was in that. It might be. Maybe it's not. But that's that's one of my favorite movies ever. Yeah. And so it's cult classic like uh, the the some of those eighties rom coms and oh no no, no Breakfast no. Club and stuff no, like that. No 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 those aren't cult classics no because those are popular movies. So what. Well, I mean, it's got to be a movie that wasn't popular at the time, but it's found like a second life. Okay. So I, I don't really know. I, I, I never really. Let me, you know what? Let's just Google. What are some popular cult classic movies? Number one's going to be The Rocky R. Okay. Um, what? Okay. 
I the Princess like Bride is listed Princess as a cult Bri- classic. I love Princess Bride. I love that movie. So that's a good one. Um, this is Rolling Stone's top 25 cult classics. Cult classics. That comes in at 23. The Room. God. The Room. Clerks. That is a cult Clerks. classic. Fight Club. Yeah. I love Fight Club. Great movie. The Blues Brothers is a cult classic. Yeah, I can see that. Okay. Dazed and Confused. That's a good choice. That yep. movie was not popular at the box office. Yep. Um, what? Um, I was trying to think. Pink the, Floyd, The Wall. I never even saw that. Is it was Smokey and the Bandit a That's, cult classic? That might be a good choice. No, I think that movie did well at the box office. Did it? Because because they always they always ask Burt Reynolds. Like I've always heard that like somebody like were you surprised at how well this movie did? And he was like, No, there's a lot of rednecks in the world. Yeah. So they list Pulp Fiction as one, so that would definitely be one. This is Spinal Tap is a good one. Yes. The Big Lebowski It's a good one. And then Rocky Horror is number one, obviously. Okay. So, okay, there we go. There was one I was trying to think that was like a complete failure at the at the theaters mm-hmm. and became this like incredible success story. I I wish I could remember what that was. It was like it was a huge movie, but like it like when it first came out it was just a it was just the, the worst. Well, let's let's you think about that while we go into this the ad break here. That's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council who want to remind you that beef, it's what's for dinner. Whatever you're looking to do this summer, when you're looking to fire up the grill, fire it up with beef. Nothing beats the sizzle of beef on the grill. Steaks and burgers, obviously. Kebabs, sure. Picanha, tri-tip, let's get fancy. Brisket, let's go all the way. Everything you want in beef is there. Put it on the grill this summer and enjoy it. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. So I've asked around, had a couple people tweet at me this morning. The person whose birthday it is, they picked the place we're going to eat. Yeah, I've changed my opinion on okay. that. Okay, very good. Very good. I just need you to make the arrangements. I felt like you gaslit lit me the other day, yesterday. Because you know. did say that you wanted to go to Two I don't Brothers. know what I was doing. All right. We're going to Two Brothers. And it's going to be awesome. Because it's always awesome when you go to Two Brothers. The food is just fantastic. The people are great. Lost Boys is on this list, by the way. Say hello to the night, Lost Boys! Anyway. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District. That's the place to find smoked southern soul food when you're in Starkville. Great products and great service. That's the hallmark of any business, any successful business. But a business that stayed in business... A business that stayed in business. Wait a I may have said business too many times. A business that's been around for 46, 47 years, that's how you know it's real. That's how you know that they aren't just using a slogan. That's what Advantage Business Systems is. When you have products that you need for your business, you call Advantage Business Systems. And when those products inevitably, hey, everything eventually is going to have a kink in it. You're not going to deal with a call center. You're not going to be on hold for... 45 minutes, you're not going to have to deal with an out-of-state service tech who will show up when they show up. Nope. You're dealing with a Mississippian who wants to get you up and running in no time flat. Call them today and find out what the difference is. The number is 601-362-9192 or you can visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. Alexandra Watson says, if it's Sunday and I tell you I'm going out of town next Saturday, when am I going? Is it the next time it's Saturday, or is it a week later from that day? I am a believer that when you say next, it is the next. So if I said, we're going to lunch next Tuesday, we're going seven days from today. Yeah. 
I'm I, or and, and 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 again, if if I talk to you tomorrow on Wednesday, we're going next Tuesday. It's six days from today. It's not four, thirteen days from today. You know what? I think people get the most mm-hmm. like hung up on is on Sunday. Sunday is the start of the week. Uh-huh. It's not the end of the week. Right. So but people, what people try to tell you. I don't believe that. So I'll be like, so sometimes I'll be like, <coughs> you know, this this Wednesday, you know, such and such. And like, well, that's next Wednesday. Like, no, I mean this Wednesday, like this coming up Wednesday. So I, I feel like there there's a lot of confusion that happens. And it starts kind of like with the Sunday. Yeah. Uh, are we here? 901 Stark Dog says, which coach is under the most pressure to next season to get into the postseason? Softball, baseball, women's basketball, men's basketball, or football? Football is always the answer. Yes. That said, Chris Lamotis needs to be in the postseason next year. Yeah. As simple um, as that. I, yeah, he he can't have another one of these no, seasons. Cannot. And it's going to be tough because he is literally changing the roster. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's making a conscious effort here. We're seeing players come off that are, uh, you know, signed to Mississippi State. Those players, we're seeing several of those guys, some adjustments in the signing class. They're down to, you know, a dozen or so. I think they're going to be down to a dozen or so players on the roster currently. So he is changing the entire landscape of that roster. And it's really tough when you make those kind of changes to have a, a, a big turnaround. So it's going to be – it's going to be difficult, but he's he's got to make it happen. Uh, also from the Stark Dog, Stranger Things, better to binge it or space it out some. These episodes are like an hour and ten that, minutes each. you got to you got to space it out some. It is tough to binge. I've, I've been watching an episode a day. Um, you know, when, whenever you're watching like Cobra Kai, like that's like a 30-minute, 27-minute episode. You can binge watch the whole season in one sitting. Yeah. It's a little more difficult with Stranger Things. And when it, it's it's hard to sit there and just watch a season like that, like just sit down and watch like seven hours of it. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult to do. Yeah. But having said that, this season I'm on like episode four. This season has been fantastic. This might be easily their best season. It's been really good. Stranger Things. Probably, I finished it and it's it's awesome. It's probably. I it's wish probably they had top split three. It, I, I hate having to wait till July. Oh, were they? They split it to another part of yeah, the season? Yeah, this is only the first half of the season. Oh. And then July 1st, the rest I hate of the that. They yeah. did that with Ozark. Better Call Saul did it, too. And Ozark, Ozark did, did it, too. too yeah. so. Oh, I'm watching the new season of Better Call Saul, by the way. That's incredible. Yeah. The, the, the last writing episode. Is just, oh, my gosh. Did you did you see the last one? Yes. Like, the the, the season finale? The, oh, oh, you're talking about, like, the you know they split it, and yeah. this one, you know, like, the half of the season finale yeah. or whatever? Yeah, I watched it the other night. Incredible. Woo! The writing on this is, I mean, it's really it's starting to inch up with Breaking Bad. It's really and I never thought that would happen. Andrew Miller says, is there anything more on brand than Barrett Salee picking State under its win total of 6.5 while also taking Ole Miss as a value pick to win the SEC? It's totally on brand. He loves the ribs. He, uh, he has made a living off of trolling y'all. It's incredible. So, yeah, I just, it just is what it is. I don't pay attention anymore. Reed Green, what is the scariest or most intimidating noise in any movie ever made? It would have to be Darth Vader's breathing, right? That's good. I'm yep. trying to think, like, that's the, the sound. Do you know the sound? Let's see, are you a horror movie guy? Yes. Jason? Yeah, that's yeah. one. Um, 
Um, the Grudge, where the the girl was like, uh, yeah, it's good. That was a freaky one. That's a good one. Um, um, the 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 score from Halloween, yeah, that John yeah. Carpenter's yeah. synthesizer, yeah, was always chilling. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Those are kind of the main. Those are kind of the. Yeah, I'm trying to get away from like horror and like. Well, I mean, he mentioned scary. Yeah, but I, I, like Darth, like Star Wars is not a horror movie though. So like Darth Vader's breathing is a good choice there. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's a good one. Brian, where would you rank Thibaut Courtois' Champion League's final performance since he started falling? Sport? I mean, he won the game. I mean, he, Liverpool had a lot of great chances. He had a, he had a tremendous game in, in goal. Uh, I hate that it happened because I don't like Thibaut Courtois, but they can't. You can't not respect the guy. He had a tremendous game. I hate to finish on a soccer question. Yeah, you, you, do you want to ask a question just so we don't finish on a soccer question? No, I, you know I'm, I'm kind of questioned out. I didn't realize that we that was t- so close to the end there when I did the ads. Oh well. <coughs> All right, tomorrow's not, show. Not a, a, I'm, I'm noticed people are tapering off their questions since you've put so many parameters on. But we're getting better questions. I feel so. We, I, we've I we've filtered that. out the bad questions, yeah. and we're getting this. We're getting is, less quantity. These are the and people more quality. These are the people that matter the most, I, I feel like. I agree. All right. Tomorrow's show, we'll talk some football for sure. Uh, maybe some basketball. We're all on this guy's timeline at this point. We'll see what happens. A wedding or a hanging. Either way, we ought to have a good fun, time. Huh? Huh? All right, guys. Talk to you tomorrow. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.